Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with your Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. We've been uh, away for a few days, uh, kind of extended July 4th weekend, so we uh, we missed the uh, podcast uh, yesterday, I guess it was, right? That's the only day we missed, right? We're back with you here. Uh, we should have been gone longer, probably. The, re- the reversal in the markets yesterday, I must say, was nice to see. Uh, to, to open up uh, down close to 700 points in just the first hour of trading, on your day off is kind of kind of brutal because you just don't want to check your phone, don't want to check your laptop at all. But of course you have to. And then to see that that rally that kicked in yesterday afternoon with that really amazing last two three hours of trading, where the uh, you know the the Nasdaq fought all the way back, <clears throat> down over two hundred points, wound up one hundred and seventy five, wound up uh, uh, like what is that close to almost one point eight percent higher on the day after being down well over 2.5%, and to see the same thing really happen across the board, only the Dow Jones didn't finish positive yesterday, that was nice to see. It felt capitulation-esque. It felt that way. Uh, and then today, here we go again. Let me tell you what the markets did today. We see some important things happening here. i got to tell you, I really think we've got a hell of a rally coming here. I listened to three podcasts over the weekend, okay? And every one was Full-on bearish. Full-on bearish. We're going so much lower, blah, 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 right? Look, I get it. I see the risk. We all see the risk. We've got uh, a president that uh, is owned by the World Economic Forum, apparently, and he's just intent on on, on the destruction of America. has been a repeating pattern there since the beginning of coronavirus insanity. It's impossible to ignore that. That's, that's, that's our biggest concern. It's been our biggest concern for two years now. But... <clears throat> Yeah, we're in a bear market. But big bear market rallies happen. We could have a bull market inside of a bear market. That that really could happen here. And I think we're set up for it. Remember, the midterms are coming up. Unless Democrats want to get completely wiped out, okay? And, and maybe they think they've got it rigged and it won't matter. I don't think that's the case with the midterms. I don't think they'll be able to rig all of these races with this guy so unpopular having no coattails and nobody wanting to, who wants to vote for a Democrat today? Seriously. What person in their right goddamn mind wants to vote for a Democrat now? Yeah, I just I, I don't know these people. I don't I don't I I I, I don't know that the Democrats should get ten percent of the vote. It should be a shellacking. It should be a whitewashing. Republicans should take every election except the, the ones that are rigged. California, New York, Illinois, wherever, any blue states, they're going to rig them there. It's just amazing, right? We have to say this about our own country. How History will not be kind to this period of history for the United States of America and for the leadership we have. This should be locked the fuck up. I'm sorry, but, you know, I, 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 honestly, this weekend was bizarre because we're down in Galveston. The waters, there's no no boats in the water. We didn't have our boat. Our boat's not working right now. We had no boats in the water. Almost nobody being festive. Nobody out partying. Yeah, the beach was pretty busy, but those are locals, right? And you could tell they were locals. And it just didn't, Galveston was not packed. I've talked to people all over the country that said the same thing. Just people are dead. Yeah, I get the high gas uh, prices have a lot to do with it. 
but it's the, it's the mood of the country because of the rigged election of 2020. This country realizes that we're on such, such on the wrong track and that what are we going to do about it? What can be done about it? I don't have that answer. But back to the markets. If they, if, unless the Dems want to get completely wiped out, they better have something going for them. Right now, they don't. They have nothing going for them. At least if they could get inflation down, we are seeing signs that inflation is coming down. Gas prices should be dropping by 60, 70 cents a gallon here in the very short, in next, short order with the move uh, lower than oil back to 95 a barrel, right? That, that, that helps. Inflation across the board is plummeting. Commodity prices... Everywhere you look, it's going gonna, it's gonna to filter down. It'll filter down to food prices. Commodity, pr lumber prices down 60%. The filter down to the value, home prices for, 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 for new builds. It's all, that's all a positive. It is, that is a positive. It's, 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 not, it's nowhere like we'd be if Trump was still president, but it's a positive. Biden is shaking up his administration. Maybe at least they're going to go... All right, we got to at least try to somewhat do a Bill Clinton here from 1992 when he got wiped out in the midterms. We got to come back to the center to some degree because we're hated and laughed at wherever we go. And they are, and they should be, of course. They also have to control the Federal Reserve. Democrats, in case you didn't know this, Democrats and the Federal Reserve are besties for life. They are best friends. They're all the uniparty, folks. That's the uniparty, Okay. If anybody in this country can control the stock market, it's one guy by the name of Jay Powell and his merry band of money printers. All they have to do is send the message. It's a simple monetary message to the market that says, we're done. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and raise rates again this month because we've already committed to it and credibility matters, blah, blah, blah. But after that, we see what's happening. We see the economy is radically slowing down. We see inflation is plummeting. Those, that's the original reason that we said we had to hike rates because of inflation. And now that reason's gone. My point is, we could be set up here for a major bear market rally. And it wouldn't take a whole lot of outside events, macro events, for that to happen. At the end of this podcast, matter of fact, I'll get, I, let, let me go ahead, I'll tell you the markets did, then I'm going to come back to this because I've got some really important uh, historical data, some analytics that we've been sharing with our folks that I, I think uh, I think you'll want to know. First of all, uh, again, Fed minutes came out today. The markets were down over 100 points, Dow Jones over 100 points, everything was down. Fed minutes came out and boom, here came the big turn. We went from minus 100 to plus 200 about an hour. We finished up 69 on the Dow. Not, not big gains today, but again, after yesterday's big comeback and today's open, you're thinking, here we go again, right? SP 500 actually issued a, a there's, a, there's a, a technical buy signal on the S&P 500 here from the turn that it made yesterday and then the turn it made today. We need to, there's, there's some technical levels that need to hold, but this looks promising for a move higher. And, and, and trust me, if the S&P 500 is moving higher, they're all going to move higher. Today, uh, it was up by uh, three-tenths of 1%. And uh, NASDAQ led the way most of the way today. It also finished up right at the same as the S&P 500 did, up just better than three-tenths of 1% of 39 points. But the Fed news came out today. And again, we saw the big turn. 
just like we saw the turn in yesterday afternoon's trading. So this is the pattern that we want to see emerge. We want to see uh, the afternoon hour, smart money hour, and the last two hours or so of trading. We want those to be positive. Nothing makes the shorts more nervous than strong smart money hour closes. So that's what we want to see happen. And again, the setup I think is here, and here's why. Here, here, here's just uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three things. The percentage of bears for the AAI Investor Sentiment Survey is at the high, second highest level on record. The only time it's been there've been more bears was at the March 2009 lows, the lows, okay, for the financial crisis. This is the we're 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 not we're not at that level, but we're at the second highest level of bears ever recorded on record in this survey, which goes back to 1985-ish, 86. Another big buy signal. Money managers have almost no exposure to equities. It's just hit a new record low. A record low for exposure to equities by the National Association of Active Investment Managers. Money managers. So they've all sold. They're out. Who's left to sell? And the two biggies... That, that that go back many, many, many decades. We know that in the first half of this year, the S&P 500 is down 21%, we'll call it. Round, we'll round up. That's the worst first half to any year since 1970. Going back all the way back to 1932, when the S&P 500 was down at least 15% through the first six months of the year, the final six months of the year were then higher 100% of the time with an average gain of 23.7%. That's pretty good, right? Here's another one. This one shows you what the market's doing in the next six months and the next year, and it's extremely good like the last one was. This data goes back to 1962, 60 years, okay? When the previous six months took the S&P 100 down 15%, in other words, two quarters, back-to-back -back quarters, we just did that, of course, down 21%. The next six months were higher 100% of the time at 7 for 7 with an average gain of 17%. Over the next year, higher 100% of the time with an average gain of almost 30%. So when I say that, this market is set up for a major move higher for the second half of this year. There's a lot of historic, historical data to back that up. You combine that with the midterms. The fact that the most bullish time to invest period is the year after the midterms. Right? We're, we're four months away, okay? Four months away. So the markets begin to discount these things. And if we're not going to have a recession, Ed Hyman says, not yet, unless the Fed keeps hiking and then they're making a mistake. We've got, again, Jay Powell, are you paying attention? Are you awake, Jay Powell? And other economists that we trust um, say the same thing. Just not seeing signs of a recession yet. Today we got some economic data, the ISM, ISM services data, which actually beat the estimates. It came in a little higher than estimates at 55.3. Again, unless that number's below 50, that's not recessionary. When you have unemployment at 3.6%, folks, how do you have a recession? How, how, how do you have a real recession with unemployment at 3.6%?
How do you have a real recession when consumer net worth is near all-time highs? How do you have a recession when home prices are near record levels? How do you have a recession when transportation industry is booming? It's not at, it's not at all-time highs as it was just a few months ago, but it's right there. All these uh, surveys that Ed Hyman and team at Evercore do, you know, point this out in the data, the, the, data, the actual financial data of the transportation industry backs it up again. And then uh, one of the things, of course, they all look at is an inverted yield curve. But they look at the three-month and the 10 years, so that's not even close to inverted. Uh, you have a market that's already been slaughtered, and this market has been slaughtered. Forget about <clears throat> the 24% decline in the SP 500. How about the 34% decline in NASDAQ? How about the 40% decline in the semiconductors? 33% in small caps. The, in fact, the average stock is down to over 50%. And the fact this has been going on for over a year. So <clears throat> all it would take is a s- simple move back to the center by Joe Biden if he has it in him. And if he's not completely controlled by the communists trying to tear, take our country down. And we're off to the races. And I think the historical data that, that says it, when your first half is this terrible, the last six months of the year are just gangbusters. I think that's what we're going to go with. There you go, folks. That's my uh, that's my that's my uh, my bullish case for the day. All right, what else today? Um, let's take a look under the hood today. And our uh, these are not good readings. These are not good. Nasdaq was fine. Nasdaq was fine, but these numbers were not. Even Nasdaq wasn't great. But you know. Volume was positive by $700 million worth of trading for NASDAQ. That's good. Uh, but advanced decline was negative by 700 issues for NASDAQ. That shouldn't still be happening here. Uh, advanced decline, just under, just better than 2 to 1 negative for NYSE. NYSE volume was 3 to 1, almost 3 to 1 negative when the market was up today. What is going on there, right? And again, these aren't the worst. These are not horrible numbers, but still, we had uh, what we'll call it four hundred stocks hit a new fifty-two week low, to just uh, thirty-seven hit a new fifty-two week high. So, still a lot of nervousness in this market, a lot of trepidation, hard defaulting one for that. When I think of what everybody's realized, and that they're afraid to say out loud, at least on financial TV, the talking heads, uh, is that. This is the Biden bear market, and it's not unintentional. It's intentional. And that's what's got most people really frightened. In our sector watch today, this is a much better picture today, by the way. Eight of our 11 sectors finished higher in the day. Led the upside by utilities up 1%, uh, tech up uh, nine-tenths of 1%, healthcare up seven-tenths of 1%, the downside energy, which, by the way, energy stocks are flashing by signal on our VR investing system. But we're about to take additional action on that. Uh, tagging the 200-day, very near to extreme oversold on steroids on our system readings. And uh, this is a kind of a classic buy signal for, for, for a lot of people. These are the, these are the, the ways we, we look at trading. Um, energy today down 1.7%. In our uh, commodity watch today. Oh, let me also make a point. You know, something else that Jay Powell should be looking at is the, just, what, a couple of weeks ago, the, the 10-year yield was 3.5% or just done, just right at 
It's 2.9% now, right? That's a big 600 basis point swing in, in, in short order. Again, the markets are telling you that this has changed. The, the circumstances have changed. Jay Powell, are you paying attention? Please don't make don't be intentional like Biden. Don't don't throw us all under 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 the rug here, or, or throw us uh, under the uh, I don't know under the train tracks. I guess I should say. In our commodity watch today, uh, again, this has been gold. You get the worst possible uh, situation in the world for gold right now. Gold, you know, again, has held up so much better on a on a relative strength basis, so much better than almost anything else. He didn't really get the credit for that. But again, now it's getting slaughtered, and it's getting slaughtered because people realize that okay, the dollar is still real strong, right? And now we've got a situation. We're not going to have more QE. They're not going to launch QE after just now hiking rates, so we're going to have to wait for that, right? And then we got in a situation where commodities are getting crushed, which means the fears are a global recession. And in today's world, when you have recessionary kind of sell-offs, everything must go. So that there you go. Gold today down $25 an ounce, $17.38. It finally cracked the 200-day on the way down, down 1.4% today. Silver actually managed to gain today uh, three-tenths of 1% at $19.18 an ounce. Copper, Dr. Copper, uh, uh, bouncing back a bit, up eight-tenths of 1% at $3.44 a pound. And again, crude oil, after hitting $95 an ounce, bounced back a bit here to $98.59 a barrel. At, uh, and that puts it down, uh, after being down 9% yesterday, really, it's down less than 1% today. Uh, so, uh, again, that looks, like, uh, that looks like a buy here, both, uh, both on oil and, and uh, especially on energy stocks. Again, depending on what your time frame is for, for holding this. Finally, the day, and I got a comment about Bitcoin. You know, haven't liked it for a long time. Um, no mystery there. Right now, Bitcoin, you know, after hitting, breaking 18,000, it's really managed to base here, and it's back to 20,332 now, uh, down a bit today. Not, not big, but <clears throat> what's interesting is all of the news about cryptocurrencies has been awful. It's been horrible, but Bitcoin doesn't, it's not getting hit right now. It's not the news that matters, it's the market's reaction to that news. I find it interesting that Bitcoin is basing here, and I think what I would probably take a look at if I were uh, someone that wanted to start adding positions in the space, is Coinbase. You know, we did some early work on this, and we almost bought it at the IPO and decided, no, you know what? We're going to see how this shakes out first. New company, a lot of competition. We didn't like their commissions, the fees they charged, right? And now uh, Coinbase at 52, after Goldman Sachs just said, sell it, short it, right? This is a big buy signal uh, from uh, because, you know, the... Uh, the Vampire Squid, Goldman Sachs, is not to be trusted, typically. And uh, Coinbase is still the, the big daddy in the block. And if uh, if Bitcoin is going to base here and move higher, I think that's the one I want to play outside of owning the cryptocurrency itself. Uh, Galaxy Digital is also worth a look. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a story for another day here. We actually have a hold on that stock right now. All right, folks. Uh, we always appreciate you listening and uh, love your feedback. Yeah, come join us for two free weeks anytime at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.